Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Adventures with Stuffers podcast. We've made it to episode 21 in my putting 50 episodes out in 2022. That's That was my goal I set for myself. So I'm almost there, sort of, kind of, sort of. We're, you know, getting halfway there almost. But I have one of my oldest friends. Yeah, I have to say one of my oldest friends. We used to work together back when I was in college. And she's helped me out with, you know, creator stuff recently. So I was like, I need to have her on and tell the world about her. So welcome, my friend and your friend. Well, your soon-to-be friend, Nike. Hi. Hello. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for having me on here, one. And two, you just gave me flashbacks to working at FGCU. That was definitely a time. That was a struggle. But we had some fun times, like... It, it was a struggle. It was probably the worst. I do also remember it for being having the worst manager ever. You remember Jane? Oh, oh my Jane. God. You know, I, I wish her well. I hope she's doing well in life if she's still alive. But she was the worst manager ever. And it really made me want to be the best manager ever into any other job I went into after that. I think that's kind of the silver lining is like, you know what not to do when you get into those types of positions. I don't know what, I really just don't know what was her deal. She just was a little bit too, a little bit too much for me. And I know me and Justin would just talk about her all the time. Like, what is her problem? Oh man, that poor little Jane, what a throwback. Yeah, (laughs) she's a nightmare. I'm I'm sorry that my memory of that job (laughs) has to do with that too, but... (laughs) I mean, we could have been like the college students that were very demanding for their Subway sandwiches. Y'all think Starbucks is demanding. You haven't seen anything until you see college kids try to order their Subway sandwiches. Gosh, what was it? Monday nights where it was like you get to use your swipes or something like that. Oh, and it, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was, and then we're all, we were always short staffed. So like. Oh, yeah. They, I didn't even work at Subway. over and, and helping us. <laughs> we could have without you. I was the Azul's girl forever and always. Azul was is the mascot of FGCU, but yeah, short staffed and ooh, let me tell you, they were they needed help over there. It's fine. And she would always but, come over without even asking her. Like she would just okay, I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, I will say I will never ever work at a subway again. I also don't eat subway anymore. Me um, you know, if I want a sandwich, I go to Publix and get some deli meat and make it at home. I just can't, can't do it. But y'all, you can, you can all enjoy Subway if you'd like. Chick-fil-A, I'm really just scarred. Taco Bell, that's too much, guys. That's too much. <laughs> PTSD for me a little bit over here. Yes. But we have honestly, since then, both of us have grown so much. I mean, obviously grown, like we've gotten older, cool, yeah, whatever. But we've grown as people and adults and we've really gotten our stuff together so and that's why I brought Nike on today because she's helped me I I alluded she's helped me with SEO everything to get my website which I'm posting blogs now I know I've posted one at least (laughs) I posted one at least by the time this is airing so hopefully I'll have one or I'll have multiple in the coming weeks that we're recording this and she helps everybody she honestly if you use Pinterest she's like the pro so that's Aww, who thank you. But I wanted to kind of get her background in what, because she was going to school. Were you were going to school while you were working with us, or was it after that you went? So I, I graduated you... undergrad before yeah. working there at FGCU, and then after FGCU, when I moved, 
uh, to, or what was it? I think I moved to Tallahassee actually from there. You did. And that's when I started going back to school. Yeah. See that she, she did some stuff and now she's like traveling the world and helping people one web page and search at a time. So I don't even, how did you even like, how did you know that this is what you wanted to do or like that you were like, like, this was like, I'm doing it and I'm committing and I'm good at it. And people are going to really see what I have to offer in the world. Like what, where did that go? How did that click? It's interesting. It's, it's something that definitely wasn't thought of. Like I never said, okay, I'm going to be a Pinterest, you know, management person, or I'm going to learn SEO and create an agency. It actually came from my travel blog. So um, back in 2016, I started my travel blog. And at this point, I wasn't really traveling the world. I was doing a lot of like just local travel, but just doing it by myself. So doing that whole solo female travel, but within the actual like Florida area. And then um, I think a, a friend of mine's, well, an ex friend now, but she was like, how do you call yourself a travel blogger and you don't even travel outside like Florida? And I was like, oh, okay, fine then. And so I started to travel internationally and I started to blog about it. And then when I started to blog about it, I really didn't tell many people about it, but something I did within my blogging got people to my website. I didn't know what I did, but it just happened. And then that's how I started figuring out, okay, what I'm, I'm optimizing my blog post without realizing I'm optimizing it. And I also was using a platform called Pinterest that was also helping me get traffic, but I didn't know what I was doing on Pinterest was also optimizing Pinterest pins to bring people back to my website. So I kind of reverse engineered what I did to get my travel blog up and running. I was like, hmm, if I can do this for myself on accident, imagine what I can do on purpose to help other creators. And so it turned into me helping other bloggers basically, well, travel bloggers at first to start a blog and then monetize their blog and then um, get their blog visible through search and then using Pinterest to help as another platform to get people to their blog instead of always like always posting on social media about it since Pinterest is a search engine as well. And then it turned into, hmm, I can make a business out of this because I like doing it. So why don't I turn this into a business and help more than bloggers? And so that's how it kind of all came about literally from my travel blog and getting people to my website without through Google, without me really knowing what I'm doing. I mean, I think that's, I think that there's so much beauty in that because for me, like with the theme parks, I'm just like, let me showcase my photos and just, and, and it's, it's a grind for sure. And then you're like, okay, well you see all these other people, you know, collabing with other brands and, and mm -hmm. really make, making it, you know, big and monetizing and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, what the heck? I like the theme parks. ET loves me. Like, why can't, why can't I do that? I just, and that's why I enlisted your help because, which is something I talk about in an episode that is out already with Frank and Jen Dillo. If you guys haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But I was struggling with the fact that I was looking too much at everyone else and getting very like defeated. And I, I, I kind of altered what I wanted to do to kind of fit what I thought would work in terms of bringing people in. And then I was like, I'm not doing that. I know how to optimize my stuff now, thanks to you. And You're I'm welcome. just, I'm just going to like post what I want. And I know that for a while I wasn't really, originally I started the website and I started everything in honor of my dad and to kind of just put him in the different sectors of my life that he can't physically be here in. And I'm getting back to that now because I didn't want to talk about something sad and depressing. And I was like, no, people need to know that like, this is something people go through and there's exactly. still beauty in it. I don't know. But I, let me tell you guys, 
invest in yourself. It was, that was the one, number one thing I was hesitant to do when you, when you are really committed to yourself and what you want to do, once you invest and kind of, you, you can get help people. It's not, there's no shame in asking for help. Nike helped me. And it honestly, now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm just like, it's, it's mind blowing how, you know, like the things you need to do, but you just need to be pointed in the right direction. And that's what Nike did for me. So I'm just saying. Oh, thank you. But I want to get into this Pinterest situation because you post a lot on your, on your gram. You honestly post everywhere, but I keep track of it. So how, (laughs) how was Pinterest just a happenstance or did you know that Pinterest was going to blow up and just like give you all the conversions and all the things and all the clicks and really help your business out or a blog out or was that, you know, something that you just fell into and you were like, hey, this works or was it like, <laughs> you know, committing? Cause you um, knew. It's definitely something I fell into because I remember before I started my travel blog, I would always go onto Pinterest and find travel content. So instead of me going to Google, I would all, cause I'm a visual person. So I yeah. like to find other travel bloggers and that's how I would find people on Instagram. I wouldn't go on Instagram to find travel bloggers. I go to Pinterest and type in, uh, or I'll do YouTube, but mostly Pinterest and type in like what to do in Scotland. And then I'd find someone's blog post. Cause I noticed, and when you watch YouTube videos, people just talk too much and don't show what they're doing. They don't talk about how much they spend. They don't talk about how to get from point A to B. They don't talk about the cost of a ticket and how they got it. So, so much information is left out of video. And um, it's just easier for me to read information because I don't get really lost when reading, but I can get lost in watching the video. So that's why I stuck more to Pinterest and finding travel content on Pinterest. And then I was like, hmm, if I do my own travel blog and I don't really like Instagram like that, then maybe, and I don't want to really record, like uh, put so much emphasis on like video content, maybe I can use Pinterest and I like writing to bring people back to uh, my blog. So that's how I got started with Pinterest because I used it personally for myself to find other travel creators. I think that's funny. I use Pinterest for recipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally, I, which is funny because me and Jackson will eventually, I'm putting this out in the universe, but we're, we're supposed to go to Japan. That's really supposed to be our real honeymoon. And I started like looking into like the different things we can do and, and this, that, and the other thing. And I don't think I thought of Pinterest as a resource for that. So, which is funny because you, I know. Girl, you have to go on Pinterest. There's so many things that you can find. You'll you'll find like odd locations to go into Japan, especially whatever area you're going into. Because you just can't find videos like that on YouTube. Like Pinterest gets more like detailed. Oh yeah, no, I... I've learned my mistakes and see, I'm learning something new here now. So there's always something new to learn in when I talk to everybody. How, okay, this is something that's big for me because traveling more is also something that I want to do in, in general. How did you get to the point of being able to travel by yourself? Because I have issues. Um, it's, you know, well, one, I really didn't, I don't, my first trip, I really didn't think about it. I think I was so excited to go, but I realized that every time I tried to plan something with somebody, it was either like a money issue or a time management issue with somebody else, or somebody would tell me, oh, they're going. And then every time I would remind them like, Hey, let's, you know, let's look for places to stay or let's look for things to do. It'll kind of be like a dud. And I was like, well, I'm tired of waiting on people. So I'm just going to go by myself. And I'm just going to just go for the adventure. I never really, I guess I was naive to the thought. I never really thought of anything dangerous happening to me. 
that wasn't the first thing in my mind. The first thing in my mind was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to explore. And then with my first trip, of course, I realized how naive I was. And of course, with every trip, I become more safer on the way I travel. But as far as doing it, I don't, I'm a type of person where I don't need other people to um, do activities with me to have fun. So um, with me and what a lot of people don't understand when you travel by yourself, you actually meet more people than if you're traveling with somebody else. Cause usually when you're traveling with somebody else you stick to the people you travel with. You don't really talk to outsiders. But when you're by yourself, you're surprised how many people actually feel more comfortable to approach you. Um, to speak to you, especially staying in hostels, which I've always done. And I always like root for, I love hostels. And you meet so many other people or especially uh, female travelers traveling the world doing the same exact thing you're doing. And these people are so friendly um, and they're so open and you meet people that I still talk to to, the, to this day. And so you're never really alone when you travel. So it's really just booking that ticket and just going. You already spent the money, so you don't wanna waste your money. And then uh, do some research on a good hostel, I would say just because you can get that environment and you can meet people and you will meet people no matter how shy you are, you will meet people. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say just take that first step and buying the ticket, spend the money and, and book everything because then you have no ch choice but to go and then just go by the whim, use Pinterest, use YouTube to find things to do while you're there. And then also just walk around. I love just walking and people watching. And so I find a lot of things to do just by walking. That's So that's something that I do, at least with Universal, because I... I don't go international yet. I, I dabble my toes. I go to the theme parks by myself first, and then mm -hmm. I'm like, I can go. Well, a lot of people don't go to amusement parks by themselves either. So that's a huge step. Honestly, there's a huge difference between going to Disney by yourself and then going to Universal by yourself. Disney, I find a lot more overwhelming <laughs> because <laughs> it's just, there's a lot of people. I just, there's a lot going on there, but Universal, yeah. I think I've just grown up with it and I've already, I love the parks and I also love people watching too, because it's always nice to see like those newcomers that are like, whoa, I didn't know this was there. And I, it just makes my heart happy. Aww. But on that same token, you love Harry Potter. I am probably the biggest Harry Potter fan, you know, quote me on that. I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody else I am a Harry Potter fan and I'm not talking just movie fan I'm talking book fan I'm talking already every single book four times each I went I read all, all the other books that are in the wizarding world I read books written just by JK Rowling that are not Harry Potter I'm a big JK Rowling fan too I traveled to Harry Potter destinations in real life I am that fan <laughs> where did that start because I I knew this about you honestly I figured this out I think when we worked together I learned this about you but I don't know where it started or how it got to this point. <laughs> I honestly, I was a fan ever since it came out. So I'm going to tell my age here, but I'm, I'm 30 years yeah. old. So the first book came out in 98, I want to say, but I read the first book in third grade. So we're talking about, oh my gosh. No, I read the first book in fourth grade. So I was about nine. So we're talking about 2000 is when I read the first book. And then I read the next three books when I was 10. So I was in fifth grade there. And then after that, the books came out up until I was actually in high school. The last book came out when I was 15. So um, I've been a fan since the books. And then the first movie came out when I was 11. So um, it's just the whole storytelling that JK Rowling is just really good with the storytelling um, in those books. and. It was one of the books I could really put myself into the mindset. Like I'm a very visual person and what I mentioned before, and I can really put myself into those books and actually be a character. And I don't know, I just fell in love. I fell in love with the book and I fell in love with the writing. What house are you? Oh, Gryffindor all the way. I, oh. Actually, Gryffindor, not just saying that. I didn't take a, a little <laughs> test. No, literally. I mean, there is a test you can take on Pottermore. I, I did um, take that test. 
Yes, there. Yes, I would definitely take that test. And I think they updated that test too, and it asks more deeper questions. But yes, mm-hmm. Gryffindor all the way. Let me tell you how many times I've taken this test. I didn't like the <laughs> I didn't like the answer the very first time I oh, took it. Oh no, you can't, hold on. You can't do that. No, 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 hold on though. <laughs> I didn't like it the first time, and that was when I was younger. And then I was like, I'll come back to it later. So now that I'm like really um, appreciating it for what it is, I retook the test twice just to ensure that i was getting the right thing you're not a hufflepuff are you of course i'm a hufflepuff oh it's okay good people come from hufflepuff nope see she said you're not a hufflepuff. <laughs> the funny thing is it's the first time i got it i got ravenclaw and i was like i'm not about this right now and then i oh, took i've literally taken this test be. multiple times and i switched between hufflepuff and ravenclaw i'm like i'm never gonna become a gryffindor i don't know like it's not meant for me i'll accept my fate it was honestly i was it was tragic no, it's but okay. every house honestly has its unique um uniqueness to it notoriously sadly hufflepuff is known as the house that takes the rest so um that doesn't fit into the other groups but good people within the books actually came out of hufflepuff so it's it's fine uh-huh see that she she really just had to save herself there <laughs> she was saving herself there have you been to the wizarding world yet did have I been to the wizarding world girl you travel to the okay hold on a second not the not yes. the <laughs> not the, real was life. the Warner Brothers studio of course yes I've been to the wizarding world a couple times yeah I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to uh pick your brain about these spots that I need to go to because I I mean there's many trips that I want to take but the only the closest I've been is to the Warner Brothers tour in California where they had like a Harry Potter room with the 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 fireplace and that was that was about it and I still couldn't even appreciate it as much as I needed to back then I was there for a boy it wasn't even like oh okay (laughs) people see that's what I'm saying solo travel because other people really just down your not down your vibe that's a little dramatic but it takes away from the experience honestly it really does and you learn to trust yourself more you never realize how much you trust yourself when you're the only person you can trust so oh yeah that's that's I think universal I trust myself because I know like I literally eat breathe sleep repeat i don't know what the, the saying is anymore but i literally like know all about it so i'm like all right i got this just anywhere else i'm like huh? i can fly <laughs> by myself i've flown by myself but typically i go to a destination and someone's there on the other side for me i just it's i don't know i shudder at the thought because it's very nerve-wracking for me it is not for everyone i will say that it's not for everyone i just i'm a scaredy cat i think that's what my problem is but you know i'm coming in more confident taking risks my i did a tiktok thingy the little uh filter thing and okay. it said in 2022 you're gonna take a risk Ooh. all right what risk am i taking because it's <laughs> covid's out there friends i don't know what's even open anymore it's a risk walking outside <laughs> that's what i'm saying i'm trying to think because i just there's so many things i just want to pick your brain about because mostly for my personal benefit <laughs> in this conversation (laughs) that's fine it's your podcast it's fine brand i know i mean i have access to her templates and things but brand collaboration you've done you've worked with brands you know your worth how if if a creator is listening to this how would you best suggest them going about doing it and when in their create i don't want to say creator career but like is there a set number of followers or like a like an engagement what measurement should they use before getting their heart broken by reaching out to a brand? 
No, no, not they're heartbroken. <laughs> I would definitely say, uh, definitely get the vanity metric of followers out your head because followers does not mean an acceptance of somebody saying yes to you. Um, meaning that your followers aren't, aren't a piece of your engagement that you need to be looking at in order to work with you. So when I first started working with brands, I didn't even have a thousand followers yet. It's because I didn't put so much pressure. When I reached out to these brands, I didn't put pressures on my numbers. I put pressures on what I can do for them. Because at the end of the day, these brands want to spend less money on marketing, less money on like paying for an ad or making a commercial when they can reach out to influencers who have a niche of their own and they can tap into your audience. So you need to sell that instead of selling, oh, well, my numbers aren't as big, but this is what I can do. But now, yes, brands are going to look at, you know, your numbers because at the end of the day, they want to see, they want to see return on investment. What are you bringing back to them? But what you want to focus on is, okay, I have less than a thousand followers. Yes, but these people who are less than a thousand followers, more than half of these people are always reading my blog posts or they're always going to my website or they're always saving my posts. Like, so you want to talk up your engagement rate within your audience, within your community. There's different ways that, I think there's actually a, a formula you can use if you just type an Instagram engagement formula that you can actually find a percentage of your engagement rate within your own community. And then you want to make sure that your your audience is actually the same audience or a similar audience to the brands. So let's say, for example, you, um, Stephanie, wanted to work with Universal, like you wanted to be paid to work with Universal. You would use your blog as a leverage. Okay, perfect. You would use your blog and your podcast as a leverage and you wouldn't discuss numbers. What you would talk about is um, what your audience gets from you and how whatever you can get from Universal, how it basically relates to them in a way. Or um, what you, you would talk about, okay, well, I know that people read my blog. So if you, you know, I don't know, give me passes for something, I know I can help you sell out of these passes because people trust me uh, to give them the best advice about Universal. And um, they trust what I have to say about these certain passes and so forth. So you could talk up your uh, blog space as marketing. So it's a free marketing platform. You own your blog. So they can put advertisements on your blog because they know the traffic is going to be there and it's going to be their type of traffic because you guys have similar audiences. Um, if Instagram is something you want to do as well, then you can talk about how your engagement on Instagram is always constantly increasing. So even if you don't have that amount of followers, you can focus on, well, hey, every single post that I talked about Universal, this is what people are talking about. This is how they're trusting me and so forth. And you just talk that up. Even if you don't have any experience working with brands whatsoever, if it's your first time reaching out to a brand, don't talk about heavily how this is your first time. Brands don't want to hear that. At the end of the day, they want to know what you can do for them and then just show them proof of what you can do. Even if you haven't worked with other brands before, they don't care about honestly what other brands you even work with because most likely they're either competitors or most likely they they don't even relate to them. They just want to know what you could do for them. So show them. Yeah. See, that's honestly my blog, my strong, well, my TikTok game is increasing. So let me not, let me not say my blog, but my blog is something that it's really nice to reference because I do put information in there and even I forget. And I'm like, oh yeah, that is a fact about these things that I didn't remember that I knew about. So it's a very full circle thing. I think I get very discouraged by the numbers. So, and I know that you're an advocate for like, you don't need that many followers to work with brands that you like. So I wanted people to hear that from someone other than me, because I definitely get into my head about, oh, I need a bajillion followers in order for a brand to take me seriously. And honestly, guys, the algorithms screw everyone. So yeah, to just make sure people see your stuff. Don't worry about 
Don't worry about the numbers. Honestly, I need to turn off likes and like the the counts on your posts because I get too self-conscious and it's not good for my mental health. <laughs> That's really Yeah, I have mine turned off too. I don't even, because it's, it's honestly, it's irrelevant of how many likes. Likes are honestly the most deadest part of yep. the Instagram engagement that you can get. You really, What you really want is, um, honestly, even comments nowadays too, but what you really want to those saves and shares because saves are good for reach. Those people are going to come back and then share is also good for reach. So you're, you know, you're getting shared with other audiences and stuff. Comments are a good plus. That means people are, you know, they take the time and everybody to comment on your stuff, but likes really don't mean at squat, honestly. That's see, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that's something at least on Instagram, because I really have no idea how these algorithms work anymore because they change them so frequently. And by the time I catch up, I'm lost already. That I Universal is such a, I don't want to say smaller community of people, but it's a more concentrated group of people. So then I look at the Disney people and all they're doing with their themselves. And I'm like, how come, where, where's Universal? Why, why aren't we doing this? So I think that in terms of, well, see, now that I'm saying it, I'm like, well, why don't I be the change? See that? We're, we're connecting dots. I can be the change. Exactly. And get, because I do have universal friends. I found a community. I've, you know, have people that care about the parks enough. I'm part of Facebook groups of people that are obsessed with it. I just don't promote myself in there because it's against the rules, but we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> I'm sure they'll find me somewhere. I just, I think I need to stop saying there is no big like creator community or like they've mostly focused on disney and then they dabble in universal i think i just need to help create like a bigger community for universal and sell myself I agree. on that you, like it all comes down to niching down because that's also going to help you get more brand deals too because if you only talk about universal then universal is going to look at somebody like you versus somebody who talks about disney and universal most likely the person who strictly talks about universal one disney is kind of maybe like a competitor so that, that's something they're looking against and then for you it's like okay well she has a smaller following so i'd rather talk to somebody let's say with a thousand followers or less who i can probably get 500 sales from than somebody who has a hundred thousand followers but maybe have a hundred sales from and then plus these people are repeat of people that are going to come back so um, and people that are following you are crazy about Universal too. That's why they follow you. So this is another reason why Universal will want to invest in you than somebody who maybe is an average Universal girl, but doesn't know Universal as much as you do. So, and Universal's better, guys. I just you if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, Universal. you already know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just overall. I mean, if you love Disney, I'm not. You know, Mulan is my girl and everything. Like, it's fine. I just. It deserves more love than it gets. And that's just the tea on that. Honestly. See, that can be a blog post. Why why Universal is better than Disney. See, she's giving me free, just off the fly, just free ideas here. Because people but, probably search that if they've never been to the amusement parks before at all, which I know some people have never been to either. And they're like, hmm, should we pay to go to Universal or should we pay to go to Disney? And maybe mm-hmm. they just need more information on what's the best for what reasons. So take out a second mortgage if you go to Disney. That's why you don't go. Exactly. Right what I'm gonna I'm gonna list this out so people know exactly what you offer. But what with your business do you offer to help creators, business people, all all of the above? What services do you provide? So I have a SEO and Pinterest marketing agency. So basically I offer visibility services to help people find your brand online through search engines like Google or like Pinterest. 
So um, some of the things that I offer are any SEO services. So that can be a complete SEO for your site where I do it for you. That can be, I have an SEO course that I have where you can learn DIY, you can learn SEO yourself and set a strong foundation by taking the course. And in the course, I basically walk you through exactly what I do if I were to do it myself for you. Um, I also do Pinterest management for brands that can't for brands or creators that don't have the bandwidth to do it themselves or don't even want to do it themselves, but they know it can be valuable to them. It's something that I can take over for you. I also do blog writing as well, because blog writing is a good way to get more reach through the search engines and get more people over to your website. And especially writing blogs and structuring in a certain way can also help as well. So I do blog content writing. So basically those three services, SEO, Pinterest, and blogs, they're all visibility services to make sure that when people are going to Google, which people go every day, twice a day, three times a day, and they're typing in certain keywords. Um, if they are your target audience, they're finding you on the first page or on the first result of Google so you can get more website traffic and eventually more conversions or readers or email signups or whatever is a business goal for you. I will say I, I had to go to my to my website really quick because I just had to just had to dabble here. I hadn't post or I haven't, well, I did post by the time you're listening to this. I hadn't posted in months. Now, let me tell you, I did the, you know, she teaches you how to do it. So you have a strong foundation. I did that course and I have all the, the stuff. I took notes. Like I really went ham on this thing and I optimized a couple more of my blog posts. She helped optimize a couple of mine and then I optimize you know a few others I was I'm still getting I'm still getting a lot of visits and my website was like honestly dead other than me updating like my podcast episodes I hadn't I haven't touched anything now let me tell you in the last 30 days I got over 100 clicks to my website I what did I do nothing I did nothing now where are they coming from is it showing you that I don't know. We're, we're going to have to look at some Google Analytics after this and kind of yes, touch look base at on Google that. Google Analytics and see exactly what, what page is actually getting the most website clicks. So if it's a certain blog post that people are finding you from, well, first you want to see how they find you. Are they finding you through social media or through search? And then if they're finding you through search, see what blog post is bringing the most people through search engines, because that kind of content is probably going to do the best for you. So you would just write more content and maybe underneath that umbrella of universal content. So, or and see what keywords are bringing people to your site. So you should be able to tell that through um, Google analytics as well. Or I think even Squarespace has its own analytics where it might tell you that too. Oh, it is direct and organic search. Tell me how. Ooh, organic search. So that's, that's Google. That's, that's SEO. So that's, that's that's Nike right there. That's Nike right there, honestly. So shout out. Yeah, girl, I have to get a testimonial from you and upload one on my site. That's amazing. Honestly, and this is the first time I've actually checked it since everything I- Oh, wow. (laughs) I I was trying to, well, like I've checked it periodically, but like when I stopped posting, I was like, nah, there's, I'm not going to get anything. This is pretty cool, guys. This is some real time happiness that you see. I even also, like, I'm just going to say, I have a, a podcast listener in Sweden where they came from look at you that's amazing also 87.5 percent new visitors coming to my site that's really good that means new people are constantly finding your site and for the person that lives in sweden um as an amusement park blogger you actually are going to get a lot of people from outside the united states that want to read information about universal and disney because they don't know the difference honestly when it comes to it 
only us in the States and mostly us in Florida know the difference, but so many people travel to these amusement parks every year. So you can leverage that and really help international travels navigate their way through Universal. I'm going to just say, yes, I put out the content, but Nike helped optimize the content and optimization is, I didn't, you know, I, I just type stuff and hit enter, but then I'm like, nah, I'm not going to get found. So Nike really put me on the map here, people. I want to say people go on podcasts or they post their stuff and you're like, is this legit? Or is this like, like, is this a real person type of thing? Or is it just someone trying to sell what they do in order to make money off of you? Nike is one affordable. Like I said, it's an investment for yourself, but she is affordable. And two, clearly I have results, even though... I haven't done, I genuinely have not done anything except like my podcast uploads to this. So thank you to you. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, that makes me so happy that you're seeing results and you literally didn't do anything after that. That means basically, honestly, once you have a good, strong SEO foundation and you don't touch it, you honestly can see the work being done for you. And then you know what to do to carry it on to the next new post that you make. Yeah, I'm, I'm only on the up, guys. I'm like, there's a chart thing on Squarespace. I'm only on the up. I mean, also it's thanks to you guys, like the listeners, because clearly, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you guys click my stuff. So thanks for that too. So I feel really good going into 2022. Really, really strong foundation here. Wow. You, you deserve it, girl. You deserve it. This stuff is, uh, and I needed help. Let me tell you, my degree is in communications, which was kind of just like a, I, f- I fell into it because I didn't want to take accounting anymore and software engineering. Just, it wasn't happening for me. <laughs> and computer science, I did it as a minor instead. Clearly my computer science classes were like coding and like SQL. It wasn't, there's was nothing marketing. Like I took one marketing class and honestly, I learned nothing except how to I think, what did I do for Adidas? We had like a group project where we put together like a presentation about Adidas and I don't even remember what it was about. Wow. And that was it. (laughs) That was my background into this. And I start and I converted my personal Instagram into like, I'm going to do content creation on this because frankly, I don't talk to many people from my past anyway. Like I'm just, I'm going to post theme park stuff anyway. I'm going to just convert this. And then I committed to a website. I I invested in artwork. I invested in, you know, paying for the website itself. It genuinely, this is your sign people. I know people say that all the time, but this is your sign. So, you know, if you like to create things, just do it, just do it. And don't get discouraged because honestly, I was like, no, this isn't going to work. It works. I'm looking at it. I'm staring right at it. And honestly, I'm not, I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to keep saying this, even though like clearly I'm looking at it now. Don't get discouraged by the numbers. My podcast, you know, what's even better is when you're naive and you don't even know my podcast. I don't know how many like listens you're supposed to have, like to be successful, especially in a certain amount of time. I'm almost at like a thousand listens. And I think that that's good for me. And I've been doing it six months or whatever, six, seven months. I don't even know. I started in August. Yeah. You know, close enough. That to me is good. I think it's better for you to set personal goals or personal, yeah, no personal goals, and then just try to achieve them. Do whatever you can invest in yourself because darn it, this stuff works. There you go, girl. Yes. I, I love the positivity. I love that you said basically don't focus on the numbers, but focus on your own goals. Because no, there, there really is no magic number to anything. There's no magic amount of followers. There's no magic amount of traffic you need to have. There's no magic amount of listens. It's really just setting your own personal goals and then beating those goals every time 
that you, you know, if you hit that plateau and then, you know, making another goal for yourself. Yeah, I think. And also, honestly, if you're passionate about a passionate enough about what you're talking about or what you're writing about or whatever the heck you do and posting pictures, I'm, this is my problem with social media. One, it makes me on my phone way too much. I, you know, it's fine. I'm a millennial. I just live and breathe on my phone. It's fine. But I don't, I'm not very photogenic. Let me rephrase. I don't like pictures and I don't like having to think of poses and places to take photos. (laughs) It's very exhausting for me. So you're going to see ride photos, photo pass photos of me because they're the best quality camera or something like that. I I try not to go out of my way to really take photos because one, I'm not, I'm not a Florida resident anymore. RIP. But <laughs> I do, I, like, I still have a passion for the parks and I'm hoping that through my posts and even through my TikToks, honestly, I'm going to start just randomly recording me talking about stuff. I'm hoping it shines through. At the end of the day, that's all that's important. Me putting my passion out there and hopefully attracting other passionate people. And yes, they can be Disney, but like, I'm too broke for that at this point. (laughs) Yeah, Disney is, is, I mean, it's okay to say you've been once, but after that, honestly, it's just, you really are just paying for an experience. I don't even think the rides are honestly that fun to me. Like it's, you really just- They're coming out with some good ones coming up, but- they have okay. to open them first. They they just have to open them first. Like there's gonna be a Tron roller coaster and a Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster that like spins. Oh wow, it, okay. Yeah, yeah. It'll be worth it eventually. I just don't know when that eventually eventually is gonna be. We'll see how that goes. I don't I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. Wow, I just this has really just been a positive night. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's I wasn't even, good. I wasn't that's even expecting. I was just here going to pick Nike's brain about different things about her life. And I was like, huh, she helped me with this. Let me go see what this is about. And honestly, I'm pleasantly surprised at myself. And numbers don't lie. Honestly, at the end of the day, like numbers, it all comes back to your analytics. So um, for those of you who are creators and stuff, look at your analytics because that's going to literally tell you, don't think, don't listen to what other people are telling you are good or bad. Your numbers speak for itself so if your numbers are down then what can you do differently if your numbers up how can you stay consistent so always go back to your numbers it's literally in black and white it's telling you what's working and what's not rapid fire it's not gonna be rapid fire top tip in terms of if you're talking to a creator and they want to get themselves started and in a good position to kind of boost their visibility what do you suggest writing content So either that's writing content or creating some type of long form content. So when I say long form content, that could be blog or that can be video content. Video is all the rage right now. So I would either say YouTube or start a blog, but you have to get content out there for people to find you credible on whatever industry you're talking about. And you mean consistent content, not just a one and say, hey, I'm going to just do this one and hope that it boost into a yes consistent because at the end of the day if I find two people if I'm a brand I find two people at the end of the day that are really good fits but one person is better than the other person but you barely post I'm going to pick the other person even though that person has a less engagement but that person is more consistent and I I can trust them to deliver on time too so from a business standpoint I know this person is going to be on top of their stuff other than another person who is a perfect fit, but they barely post anything. So how is that going to reflect when we actually want to work with them? So just keep that in mind too. Consistency also plays a role in just when businesses are looking at, you know, uh, wanting to work with you. And that is something I've learned, or that's something I try to do. I definitely try to post every weekday. I do give myself the weekends off unless there's a special occasion because mental health check, you also need to take care of yourselves. 
But I mean, even if it's an old photo from like a year ago or two years ago, I try to at least get some sort of content, whether I can plug a blog post that I've already written or just sharing something cute. Like, oh, look at the parks during the holidays. Isn't it so fabulous? Whoville. I'm just saying they, they do some cute stuff. <laughs> the, the second rapid fire question, traveling what is your overall tip either with somebody or without somebody, but what is your number one travel tip that I think that you've learned through your journey that you would say, this is something you definitely need to either be aware of or do when you go somewhere. If I can, honestly, I would say this is going to sound really weird, but I would say to a level to an extent, get lost. And what (laughs) I mean about get lost is that there's so many times, especially when you're traveling by yourself. And like I said, you, you start to trust yourself. Um, and I don't mean like get lost in a dangerous situation. Like don't travel somewhere where you it's, you know, it's in a dangerous area or something like that. When I say get lost, I mean, you know, when you travel somewhere, walk around an area, you know, where there's a lot of people and, you know, don't have any type of maps or anything out. And literally it's that feeling of, I don't know where I'm at. And you're surprised how smart you are. You're surprised on how you can recall things that you've seen. Like, hmm, I seen this pink building back there and I think I see it down there. Um, you'll also be forced to talk to people. So you're, you're going to be stepping out of your comfort zone talking to people that you probably would never talk to if you never got lost in the first place. So it's really just a level of comfort. When you get lost, you're forced to do stuff in order to survive in a way. Because you're not truly, I never honestly believe you're truly lost when traveling unless you're like literally going out the way into a dangerous area I that's how I think I'm never truly lost I just have to find my way back and to do that you have to speak up you have to talk you have to if you if you don't know the language you're gonna have to learn how to speak some words take out google translate you're gonna have to try so hard to just survive and it's kind of fun to me in a way where it's like it's it's a and it's an adventure you learn a lot about yourself like I didn't know how well I can work under pressure how well I can like just navigate and like find stuff on my own under pressure. So that's one thing I would say, just just take a, when you travel, just walk, don't take Ubers, just like literally walk, get a little lost and try to find your way back without with when forcing yourself to talk to people or forcing yourself to um, understand the language or ask for directions in the language and, and so forth. So that's what I would say. Get lost, but go on an adventure at the same time. Yes, yeah, so just like a hood or nothing like that. Like I'm a yeah. Just to be real, you know, um, be smart about it. But like, yeah, just get lost, just have fun with like nowhere, no destination you really want to go to and just see if you can find your way back. But like also have your phone charged so that in case you can't find your way back, you can. Exactly. And then you can give up. Okay. I need (laughs) Well, thank you for this lovely chat that we had. I think if y'all aren't convinced about this life. I I don't know what else I can do to convince you at this point. I'm not trying to sell her, but I'm just telling you that she's legit. And if you're if you're lost and need a little help, this is this is the podcast episode for you. And Nike is the person for you to talk to. Cause I'm still learning. It's this is a never ending road of me trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing on the internet. But that's okay. Nike, would you like to plug your website and your socials or honestly, whatever you want? Because I know you have many endeavors. Yes, of course. So you guys can find me on Instagram at 
the marketing profit that's the name of my um my marketing agency so if you want to learn more about like seo blogging and pinterest that's where you'll find all the tips i also have my website which is the marketingprofit.com where i have a marketing resource library where you'll find like free guides free templates or checklists sometimes i have actually like a free seo course on there as well that walks you through basically how to use seo i have guides and blog and templates on how to blog correctly how to use pinterest correctly and so forth um, some of the paid products they have, like I do have a paid SEO course where I walk you through, it's about two and a half hour course where you get to learn how to basically get ranked on Google in 90 days or less. Um, and I, I walk you through the same process I do for brands that make about $60,000 a year with the SEO that I do for them. Um, and then I'm also coming out with a Pinterest course as well. So for people or creators or bloggers, or if you own a brand or sell products, if you want to learn how to use Pinterest marketing for your business, I'll be coming out with a course with that. And I'm also coming out with Pinterest templates as well. So if you're a blogger or you sell courses or I don't know, you're a lifestyle blogger, <clears throat> or you sell any type of products, I'll also be coming out with Pinterest templates where you can just plug and play with your colors, your text and your font. Um, but these Pinterest pen, uh, templates are actually designed to convert based on what I've noticed that converted over the years for different industries and with different clients. I basically stick to the same designs because th these are the designs that analytically worked for these industries. So I literally just create Pinterest pens using the same designs over and over again and just swapping out colors and text and stuff. And so I'm gonna make that available for you guys as well. So it's one less thing you have to worry about when you're going on to Pinterest is worry less about the design, plug and play, and then worry more about the SEO part of Pinterest. So yeah, I guess that's it. So once again, yeah, at the marketing profit, um, I have a personal Instagram as well where all my travel stuff is usually on. And that's um, at Nyquia.s. So that's N I Q U E E A dot S. And then my travel blog is happilyeverpoor.com. And it's a budget solo travel blog and a DIY blog if you're interested in solo female travel on a budget or if you're interested in DIY projects. Happilyeverpoor.com is the blog site for you. So that's everywhere where you can find me. <laughs> Honestly, if y'all look at her DIY stuff, she turned some Dollar Tree stuff into works of art like she turned her little i don't even remember what it was something in your apartment where, wherever you moved before you where you're living honestly and then her christmas decor whoop, let me Thank tell you. you those are actually my most popular content interest right now that gives me so much traffic to my website so um if you are Love a it. blogger a diy blogger or in the home decor um, area of anything an industry then uh, Pinterest is definitely going to work for you travel as well that's why I said amusement park Stephanie it will work for you because yeah I'm okay are huge on Pinterest we just need some universal ones on there I'm just saying I'm just saying I'm probably gonna need to invest in those templates because I'm more of a plug and play than a sit here and create it for myself because I'm still you know I, I got a podcast to edit I got many excuses to come up with I just uh, invest it's called invest if you don't have the bandwidth people just just, just get. exactly the <laughs> templates are going to be perfect they're going to be cheap i think they're going to be a 20 pack template based on i'm going to do four different industries <clears throat> travel blogging will be one of them and so you can use that for like amusement parks as well um and it'll come with 20 and i think i'm just going to make it like 27 dollars for 20 templates and like i said every time you post a blog post then just literally plug in the information and those pens change your colors up in your font and then just post them <laughs> See that? Oh, also going back really quickly, brand kits, make make your stuff, guys. That's all I got to say. Have some organized chaos for your brand. 
yes brands will ask for media kit so uh definitely have a media kit available something that basically proves to what you're selling to them you want to have something that they can look at because usually the person you're talking to has to report to somebody higher up and so it's nice for them to have a package of something to send to that person if you are listening to this and aren't following me on socials i say this every time i don't know how you found me but you can check me out on instagram and tiktok please follow me on TikTok. Talk to me on TikTok because I have goals, guys. Help me reach my goals. At Adventures with Stuffers. Don't get it confused with Avengers with Stuffers. I know Landon says it every single time we talk and it's confusing people. It's really not, but I wish I was an Avenger. On Twitter, AsianZing95. I am actually, hopefully by the time that you're listening to this, I'm streaming again on Twitch. So it's twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. So I really just wrapped that brand back around. You're and Asian. oh my I'm God. I wanted to put that in there. <laughs> she's known me for how many years? At least five. And I'm like, she really just said, is she? Um, anyway, yes, I'm Asian. Wait. And yes, my, yes, I will say, um, what was his name? He gave me that nickname a long, long time ago. He worked at Subway, and I can't remember his name now. Jamari. Jamari gave me that oh, nickname. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cymbeline years ago. So shout out to Jamari. Don't know where you are in the world, but I hope you're doing great. Shout out to him. <laughs> also, go. We've talked about it all day. Go check out my blog. Check out my website. You can also listen to this podcast on my website in case you don't care about, you know, Spotify or Apple podcasts and want to give me a click. Go ahead and do that. Adventureswithsteffers.com. I've updated some of my photos to include my wedding photos in there. So go go look awesome. at how cute I look and you know, read some blog posts about honestly, I've posted blog posts about weddings and theme parks. So go do yourself. Also, I have a DIY like Mickey ear holder. So go. I used one for my headbands with the little bows, the naughty bands. So it's very versatile, guys. We we got this. We'll do it together. Nike, thank you again for coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy, busy life because you do 10,000 things. I don't know how you organize yourself so well. well thank you for having it. me on. I appreciate it. If you've learned anything today, it's go talk to Nike about all your needs and to share my podcast, review my podcast, and all my socials, and check out my website. Have you taken anything away from this whole episode? And listen this far that's what you take away. So thank you guys. I will catch you on the next episode. Hopefully it'll be next week. Maybe it'll be the week after. I don't know, but we're along for the ride together. I hope you have a great day, night, evening, weekend, month, whenever you're listening to this and see you later.